Welcome to the New Books Network. I'm your host, Natalie Pearson, and I'm also Curriculum Coordinator here at the Sydney Southeast Asia Centre at the University of Sydney. In June and July this year, 2023, over the Australian Winter Intensive Period, SIAC ran not one but five multidisciplinary field schools to Southeast Asia. Over six weeks, we took 88 students from 16 different disciplines to five different countries. Funded by the New Colombo Plan, these short-term mobility programs are our flagship offering for undergraduate students at the University of Sydney. Over the years, SIAC has taken hundreds of students to Southeast Asia to learn about issues that lend themselves to a multidisciplinary approach. We've looked at topics as diverse as urbanisation in Vietnam, women's empowerment in Indonesia and water in Singapore. We try to make our field schools as multidisciplinary as possible, with at least three different faculties or schools represented on each field school. The Urbanisation Field School, for example, had students from urban planning, medicine and development studies. These field schools have a powerful effect on students. They are challenging, demanding and intensive. They are also immensely rewarding, giving students their first taste of what it is like to do collaborative research and think beyond their discipline. For many students, it is their first time in Southeast Asia. And even for those who have been to the region before, being a student researcher on a multidisciplinary field school is vastly different to visiting as a tourist. Many students continue their engagement with the region through employment, research, or simply through the friendships they made on the field school, both with other University of Sydney students and with local students in country. And there is always at least one student on a field school who has that completely transformational, eye-opening experience where their goals and priorities shift and something seems to click for them. Suddenly, they have clarity about what they want to do and who they want to be. We're immensely proud of them, the field schools and the students. So we thought we'd share some of their brilliance through this special SEAC series on our five most recent field schools and the transformation that occurs when undergraduates are given the opportunity to work across disciplines and across cultures. Welcome to today's special SEAC Stories podcast. We're joined today by some students who joined us on our field school to Cambodia. My name's Justin Beardsley. I'm an infectious disease clinician and researcher based here at the University of Sydney Infectious Disease Institute. And along with Leanne, I was one of the co-leaders for this field school. Hello, everyone. My name is Leanne Howie, and I'm the manager of Global Health Initiatives at the Faculty for Medicine and Health. And I co-led this field school with Justin, responsible for the initial design of the program and then all of the practical components like finding venues and accommodation for the students uh, once we're in, in Cambodia. Our field school was focused on One Health and antimicrobial resistance. It's been described as a silent pandemic, and Cambodia was a great place to investigate this uh, topic. We're joined today by two students from the field school, and we're going to start with some introductions. So, Alana, you're first up. Could you please tell us a bit about yourself, your disciplinary background, and what you personally focused on during the field school? Hi, um, I'm Alana, and I study a Bachelor of Science at the University of Sydney. I'm currently in my third year, so finishing soon. I really enjoy science. My specific interest is in physiology, which is in the medical science stream, and Outside of uni, I'm an AFL player and I love to play lots of sports. And the project that I worked on was looking at communication across age demographics, 
for AMR in for different stakeholders in Cambodia. Great. Thanks, Alana. Max, the same question goes to you. Can you please give us an introduction to yourself? Let us know about your major and what you were interested in during this field school. Thank you, Justin. My name is Max. I am a media and communication student at my second year at the University of Sydney. So I also study a combination of media studies and theatre. So I guess I come from more of a performance background. However, I've always found interest in international study and I guess the interdisciplinary aspects of um, secondary and tertiary levels of study. I have done overseas exchanges in the past to Europe and North America, and I've always yeah, kind of had an interest in what's possible outside of my field and going outside of my comfort zone. I think that's evident in, and in what Lana and I worked on in this field school, which was from a topic standpoint on, on communication, which was kind of important to my degree, but also dealing with pharmacy students and different aspects of antimicrobial resistance that really weren't in my initial plans for studying at Sydney University, but something that I was very happy to do and really looking forward to when I did the trip. Thank you both. Um, why did you apply for this field school and what were your expectations before embarking on this journey? So from my university experience so far, I've learned the most from like hands-on and practical experience. So when I saw the opportunity to go to Cambodia and learn about something I've learned very theoretically in the classroom, I jumped at the opportunity. In terms of expectations, I knew that I would meet lots of interesting people that from a diverse background who had very different knowledge and upbringing to myself. So that was very interesting. And I knew it would be a challenge, but I was excited to really learn about AMR in the context. Yeah, I would also agree with Alana. I guess I was nervous kind of going to somewhere in Southeast Asia that I hadn't necessarily been before. I'd done a lot of independent traveling, but not in that kind of area. So I wasn't really sure what to expect. I was, of course, excited because I knew that I was going to do something that was very different to me, as I said, out of my comfort zone. But also I was kind of curious because I wanted to be challenged doing an arts degree and I wanted to be kind of pushed and do interdisciplinary studies. And I saw this as a kind of different pathway as something that can be done that's a bit more niche and a bit out of kind of the mainstream standard mark communications. And this was something that I thought would be a different pathway for that. That's great to hear. You both mentioned the multidisciplinarity of the field school, and it is explicitly multidisciplinary field school experience. So just both let us know some about how you found that experience of working people from very different backgrounds, and also anything new that you learned about your own discipline. Maybe, Max, you can go first this time. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, I um, always found working with different faculties and different disciplines to be immensely rewarding. I think it improves my understanding at least of what one can study and what someone can accomplish and work as. We were dealing with pharmacists, people studying vet science, disease experts, even engineering, pharmacy specialists. I think there were people doing international relations on our trip. So it was really interesting to see how that kind of all fit together. It's kind of cliche, but I guess there's no I in team. And everyone was, was really working well together. And that was what I found to be immensely rewarding. And I also found from my own faculty and my own studies there that I realized how vast media communications is doing health communication work in Cambodia was something that I never thought I would have had to look at. But I realized how much of an influence that has on policy and decisions that get made and shape people's understanding of what something like antimicrobial resistance is. And that was really kind of eye-opening as well to learn how 
how cool that discipline is and how it works in this context. For me, the interdisciplinary nature of it didn't completely surprise me because I did do some previous work in different groups. But what I hadn't considered was the different research techniques that everyone has and working so closely with people in your group who have different ways of researching was interesting and definitely something that I could learn from. And I think I found a really strange difference in that pharmacy and medical science is quite similar in topic area, but I had a very different approach and very different ideas to a pharmacy student in our group, which was challenging, but very rewarding and learned a lot from that. And I think for my own discipline, the importance of interdisciplinary health communication was something that I learned. So learning off Max, it's not just knowing like how to cure the disease or understanding the spread of the disease, but without the dissemination of knowledge, there's nothing that in a public health sphere can be done. So that was important to tie our disciplines together. Thank you. This field school involved lectures from speakers in Sydney and Phnom Penh and field trips to farms and markets. Can you share some highlights or unique experiences from your time on the field school? So one of my highlights was scrubbing in at the Children's Surgical Centre where we were able to see two cleft lip surgeries and speak to all of the professionals that worked there, ranging from students to very people that were experts in their field, which was so insightful to see their use of antimicrobials and generally like the hospital system in terms of containing spread of infection. So that was a really unique opportunity, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah, absolutely. There were some really, really cool highlights that we did on two weeks that we were there. I think, yeah, going to the farm, multiple farms, we went to the pig farm, went to, we're going to go to a fish farm and also a produce seeds farm as well. And seeing the conditions that they operated under and kind of hearing firsthand from farmers about their practices was really eye-opening. I think a yeah, a really rewarding thing that I wouldn't have done anywhere else. And the other thing for me was also doing lab tours in the areas that we studying in or doing the field school in, learning how bacteria is processed. It was the first time I'd really been in a proper lab outside of high school. So that was really like cool to see how medical practitioners, disease experts, researchers are operating in these labs and what it actually looks like to deal with AMR and to document how that bacteria is processed. They were two really key things for me. Those are amazing stories to hear. Thanks, guys. Um, a big part of the purpose of the field schools is getting you out of the classroom and into the real world. Uh, so Alana, this question to you first up. As a med sci student, what did the, the field work teach you about this topic from a real real world perspective? So it widened my viewpoint immensely, but specifically in the One Health sphere, so yeah, that really interested me because today's health issues are transboundary, complex, multifaceted, and can't be considered solely from a medical science perspective or just human health. So even in my lecture last week, I learned about personalized medicine and how from your genetics, you can actually tell what environmental factors that you've been exposed to previously in your lifetime. So combining environment, animals, and human health all in one sphere was really important and something that I'll take forward in my medical science career. In your case, Max, as a media and communications student, how did this field school shape your perspective on reporting and communication in a global health context? Yeah, it really showed the importance of communication of any kind of major issue. And I think particularly in global health, because it stressed universal communications and understanding of 
global health issues is paramount. I've also felt when we were conducting this trip that with regards to messaging, a lot of people did get what AMR is, but also a lot of people didn't. And there was a lot of mixed messages or misinformation. And I really found the idea of reinforced messaging was was really key. And what I also found was that often novel, more simple messages, I guess, grab the attention. Throughout this trip, we were thinking about ways to communicate AMR that would make it memorable. If you look at things in Australia, like the five S's for sun protection, also the three R's, reduce, reduce, recycle, those are two really novel messages that I think convey a serious issue very well. And so that was one of the things that I realized doing this, that simple messages are the key. Great. Thank you. So here, a absolute archetypal interview question for you both. Did you encounter any challenges during this field school and how did you overcome them? Yeah, it's funny because Alana and I did group assignment together at least. So I think, yeah, both say we had a very productive group. I guess one challenge, if I was to point to something, was how different people and their different disciplines all fit into our like group task, what we were trying to convey and the question we were trying to answer. And one way we kind of overcame that was through delegation, we sat everyone down and tried to get everyone to understand each of our perspectives, which I think people got, but it was also just mainly to overcome the challenge of how different people, what their role was going to be in the field trip and to make it valued or to, to make them feel important. And I think we managed to do that. Bit of a different challenge, but in terms of like the demanding long days, bit of illness, the heat and rain eating some strange food. I think at one point I thought it was quinoa, but it was actually ants. So that was interesting. But the fact that it was a shared experience with everyone really like helped us through it all. I have this theory that, so there's like type one fun and type two fun. And type one fun is when you're having the best time in the moment. So you're on a roller coaster, you're at a party, but type two fun is when you're not really enjoying it when you're doing it, but looking back, it was like the most fun. So I think that's something certain parts were definitely type one fun, but other parts when you're going home in the pouring rain in a tuk-tuk was type two fun or when your tummy feels upset, but you're marching on. So yeah, but that was a challenge. But Thank you. So my focus is on building global partnerships. Can you share some insights into the value of international collaborations like this field school, especially in the context of One Health and AMR? So I think it's very important in the context of AMR just because it is a transboundary disease and global leaders need to work together to be able to solve the issue. And also we can't impose our best practices due to different cultural nuances. And yeah, so what we believe best is best might not be best for the Cambodian context, for example. Everyone that we spoke to was really important in shaping our solutions and our assignments for the field trip. And I think the final dinner at the traditional Khmer restaurant was a testament to like all the partnerships we built. So it was so nice seeing everyone come together at the end and discussing what we had learned and thanking them for their contribution. Yeah, if I would add anything, I would say that, yeah, throughout the field school we did and collaborated with a lot of very cool people and built these global partnerships. I think and early in the second week we had a visit to the university and that was really kind of cool to go into a lab there and see what people were researching on and what how they were being educated about AMR. And I think 
that collaboration was really beneficial for us to see how we could help them. I think in the context of AMR, it's very important. It's a, it's an issue that a lot of less economically developed countries are struggling with. And there's ultimately a stress on, on as Alana said, the global leaders to act on that and to provide aid. And that's why it's really important for international cooperation. And yeah, I think global partnerships and initiatives such as this can really tackle global health problems, certainly AMR, many other problems in the future. As you reflect on your experience, what is the most significant personal or professional growth you've achieved through the old school? I would say from a personal perspective, I feel confident I can comfortably travel and live in another country. And particularly in somewhere like Southeast Asia, I feel like I can navigate my way around. So that was really cool to see that I was able to be a bit more independent, live overseas and interact with other people. From a professional level, I think I can, one of the most rewarding parts of the field trip for me was when we presented in front of a bunch of uh, uni students and colleagues, I did not think in my life that I could give a speech about antibiotics or disease control, but I felt I spoke very strongly about it and actually covered some scientific issues that I thought were very prominent in what we discussed. And from a professional level, that's really cool to see that I've broadened my perspective and levels of study. And yeah, that was something that I really felt I could take out of this field trip. So from a personal level for me, it was having a very open mindset and I had lots of preconceived ideas that were torn apart when I was there. So that was probably like the most growth I had. So approaching a new project, I'd gone to it very open-minded and then from a professional level, delivering a massive project in a very short period of time. But I also think when speaking to the professionals, like at the National Institute of Public Health or the World Health Organization, we only had a short period of time for questions and that was divided among the 20 odd of us. So the questions that you asked had to be meaningful and helpful. So framing it in a way to get the best information and for it to be purposeful was something that I took away from the trip. Thanks guys for those answers. And clearly it was a pretty um, intensive field school. Um, I'm just wondering what you would recommend to any other students or individuals who were considering taking on something similar. Would you give them any advice or what would you recommend? For this question, I think the word yes springs to mind. So be open to everything, say yes to going to different places experiencing new things, saying yes to the field school to start with. But then once you're in country, if you have an opportunity to go somewhere or speak to other people, always jump at it because you never know what will happen. Absolutely. Just do it. Get involved. Something that's so different and immersive to what you would do in the classroom, as we were saying before. I would also say to, for lack of a better word, to yeah, bone up on any information you have about the country that you're going to, about the area of study that you're planning to tackle, particularly if it's not a unit that is of immediate that you can identify easily as being a unit of your own. Like for me, antimicrobial resistance in Cambodia wasn't necessarily something that I sort of went, oh, a media student is perfect for that. But as I did more looking into it and over time, I realized how important communication is in this issue. And that's what I would absolutely recommend is to know your stuff when you're going over there because it just makes life so much easier when you're dealing with all the, the two weeks of intensive learning and research. Can I just add one small thing to that? So in terms of culture shock, 
I described it to my friends as the best kind of culture shock because you're only there for two weeks and you can just let fully let yourself immerse in it and be surrounded by different foods, flavors, different environments, people. So just embrace the different culture rather than considering it as a something that you have to jump over or a hurdle. It's great to hear both of you so enthusiastic and encouraging other people to do something similar. Obviously, you took some good things out of it. A big important part of this field school was the interactions not just with your teachers from University of Sydney, including myself and Leanne, but with in-country partners, particularly the National Institute of Public Health and the University of Putisastra. Can you reflect on any of the interactions you had with um, in-country partners? I felt so welcomed by the University of Putisastra and the National Institute of Public Health. I thought it was some memorable moments where, like Alana said, with the dinner at the end of it, to have all the colleagues there and to, I guess, discuss with them what they have done in research outside of, of AMR as well as, as well as in the context of antimicrobial resistance. But those were some key, I guess, networking you know, possibilities and partnerships that I hope we can keep up. I think as well, the World Health Organization was an area where when we went there, we had someone who was from Australia and I guess an expat who showed us the pathway that someone like that someone in our position can take to live overseas and to study there. And so that was a really important, memorable moment that we had with our partners in Cambodia and nice to interact with people like that and to be in contact with medical professionals and people in our fields. If I could isolate just one interaction, although there were many, it would probably be when we got the opportunity to talk with the students at the University of Puthisastra. So at that time, all of us flooded into their lab classroom and we probably interrupted their class, but it was a really unique opportunity to speak with the students in a more informal way. So we could ask them about their knowledge of AMR and propose our solutions and see what they their feedback obviously to get their thoughts and cultural take on it so that was a good experience if i could add as well about those students after they came and saw us present and afterwards they stayed around after after the presentations and we had a quite open discussion about study in cambodia and where they wanted to go and a lot of them wanted did want to go overseas even to they thought about coming to australia or to come to go to the uk or the us and it was kind of really cool to see that they wanted to continue the and reciprocate the partnership. And I think that's something that we can really hold our heads high and say we were we did a good gave a good account of ourselves from from Sydney Uni and cemented a kind of collaboration and partnership that I really hope. Excellent. Thank you for that. Finally, obviously this was a really busy field school, but outside the teaching, the field visits, the research, what would you say are some of the more memorable experiences that you had in Cambodia? Goodness, there's a lot, <laughs> but you know, obviously in the in the classroom was great. But outside of the classroom, I think was it was fantastic. It was fun to go around the night markets and also in the day. I think they were just fantastic to see the atmosphere and the ambiance around around Cambodia and around Phnom Penh. I think as well going to see like on the first day, a group of us went to, to the palace, and that was really cool to see that kind of culture shock, a society, a societal difference. And some of the palace was absolutely beautiful. And also what was really grounding was going to going to Twelve Slang, the genocide museum. And that was all on the first day before we started the field trip. But it really gave a bit of context as to what 
life has been like and what people remember about Cambodia and, and its history. And I think seeing those sites is really important and doing it with friends and people that we were going to spend time with. Next to it was this theme park that we'd all been wanting to go to for ages. And at the end, we, were, we finally decided we were going to do it. Yeah, it was just a really nice way to cap off the trip. It's so really memorable. Completely agree with everything Max said. Dinners, team dinners, group dinners, it was a lot of fun. And there's not every day you can go to uni on a tuk-tuk. So that was also very enjoyable. There was a couple of fun moments on the farm trip. We stopped off and got coconuts. We, the bus got stuck in the mud. We had to push it out. Just spending time with everyone and becoming a really strong group of 20 was really nice. So neither of you visited Angkor Wat? Um, unfortunately not, but there's always time to go back. Had to leave something to go back to. No, but I went to Vietnam beforehand, had a really great time there, and then had to get back for work and uni, but definitely would love to go back. It's funny the others that went on the trip had either gone to Angkor Wat before or were planning to go, and I was thinking about it. It just didn't kind of quite work out with timing, but I agree with Alana. Like, there's always room to go back again. I think this trip has really cemented that cemented that and some wanting to go to Southeast Asia some of my friends really want to go to Vietnam and, and Cambodia again so I think another trip would definitely be on the cards and hopefully to stay in contact with the people that we met there. So during the field school we had some my classes for you to attend how did you find those did that track from the experience or did it help with your interactions when you were doing your academic study? Um, I think for me it was just additional benefit add-on that really made us very immersed in Cambodian culture and society. I think it was extremely beneficial to do the language classes and to learn a bit about, about Khmer and speak Khmer. We learned some phrases such as Jumri Absur, which is the formal, formal way of saying hello, and amongst other things. But that was, I think, quite helpful when we were saying about living independently and you know being on our own. And you know, there were times we had to go out and buy, buy food and order food in the day for lunch and dinner and learning how to order food or asking how much things cost was really um, beneficial. And it was just a, an extra really cool thing to do. So I, was, I really got a lot out of it and enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, so Max is a bit of a star in the Khmer classroom, but it was a really <laughs> fun end of the day and fun to see everyone in a different context. And although it was really challenging, we were able to use a bit of the Khmer in the markets or one day we went around to all the pharmacies and bought, tried to buy antimicrobial drugs and knowing numbers and how to basic language was helpful in that situation. So yeah, loved it. If I could just add as well, I think it also, when we did our presentations, me personally, I gave an introduction in Khmer and I think that maybe in a way garnered a little bit of respect from our, from our hosts that we took the time to learn learn a passage in Khmer and to, to speak it to a group of people that were paying attention when we were about to deliver two hours of presentations in English. And I think that just more than an icebreaker, a bit of an introduction to us and how seriously we were taking this field trip. And so I think it's important for any field trip to try and learn the language there. So it's just really beneficial. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to ask how you felt about doing that introduction to the final presentations in Khmer. I thought it was a, a nice touch and it's a mark of respect to our hosts. So we're really glad you did that. That's amazing. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that you gained a lot from 
academic, social, and cultural points of view on the field school to Cambodia. We really enjoyed being there with you. Uh, it was a good group. You were excellent students. So thanks for coming and sharing some of your experiences today. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Leanne. Yeah, and thank you for all of your work on the field school. Wouldn't have been the same without you. We had a great time. And thanks everyone for joining to hear about this Cambodia field school. It was one of five. Please check out the other podcasts about the other field schools.